Welcome to this episode of Adult Learning Lounge. My name is Arpita Mishra and today we will touch upon the past, present and future state of adult education and the exciting possibilities that lie ahead. The field of adult learning has undergone so many changes over the past century, from the early days of correspondence courses to the advent of modern learning systems that we see today, we have seen a steady evolution in the way adults learn. Remember the days when the only modality of learning for an adult was to go to college or attend a classroom training, um, you know, that changed with the first ever correspondence courses. To offer working people or people not able to attend university or school in person, correspondence courses were offered to learn from a distance. And soon this modality gathered popularity. Students would receive course materials by mail and complete assignments at their own pace. This was kind of the first breakthrough in terms of learning outside of a traditional classroom. In the 1990s, learning management systems began to emerge. These systems offered digital learning. The learning management systems were particularly beneficial for employers and large-scale enterprises because they could provide all the necessary training to their employees like compliance and onboarding. Uh, while the first generation LMS or learning management systems were revolutionary in nature, they also had a lot of limitations. The early LMS were mostly static, lacked the interactive features of modern LMS that we see today. They did not support advanced features like, let's say, multimedia integration or interactive quiz or a discussion forum. Uh, they lacked the ability to customize the system to meet specific institutional or individual need. It was challenging to integrate different tools or functionalities into the system, along with features for collaboration among learners or, or instructors. Communication between students and instructors was mainly through email or discussion board. But what happened over time, these learning management systems evolved to address these limitations. The second generation LMS introduced new features such as multimedia integration, interactive quizzes, and discussion forums. The user interface became more user-friendly, leading to higher adoption rate. The third generation LMS focused on customization, allowing institutions to tailor the system to their needs. And then the final fourth generation LMS integrated social media features, leading to more collaboration among learners and instructors. Today, modern LMS are cloud-based, scalable, and offer personalized learning experiences that meet the needs of diverse learners. Now, the evolution of LMS can also be credited to one particular invention, SCORM. SCORM stands for Shareable Content Object Reference Model. The first SCORM came to a picture in the 2000s. It is a set of technical standards and specifications used for creating and delivering e-learning content. Before SCORM, 
e-learning content was often created in proprietary formats, making it very difficult to share or reuse content across different learning management systems and other e-learning platforms. This resulted in high development costs, slow adoption rate, and limited interaction between different e-learning systems. SCORM revolutionized the e-learning industry by providing a common set of standards and specifications for creating, packaging, and delivering e-learning content. This allowed content creators to develop content once and then share it across multiple LMS and e-learning platforms without having to worry about compatibility issues. In addition, SCORM enabled better tracking and reporting of a learner's progress, making it easier for instructors and administrators to monitor the performance of learners and identify areas where additional support was needed. This led to greater efficiency, reduced costs, and improved learning outcomes. From the time learning management systems became popular, one field of work started to emerge. That's instructional design. The field of instructional design can be tracked probably back to 1950 when it was primarily focused on developing curriculars, materials in a traditional classroom setting. But during this time when LMS came into the picture, instructional designers shifted focus to design e-learning. And especially with the evolution of SCORM and uh, technology, e-learning designers or instructional designers uh, could, you know, integrate multimedia or design interactive quizzes. The scale of their work started to evolve a lot. A major factor in the evolution of instructional design has been the increasing emphasis on learner-centered approach to education. This approach is based on the idea that learners should be active participants in the learning process rather than passive recipients of information. And learner-centered approach often involves the use of interactive activities and collaborative learning environment, which can help learners to develop critical thinking skill and engage more deeply with the material. Employers started to hire instruction designers to design and produce engaging e-learning content for employees. And today, almost all small, medium, and large-scale businesses have their own learning and development functions where the instruction designers play a key role. This is also true for universities because today universities offer a lot of online courses, e-learning content. They also also have a digital content development team and they also hire instruction designers to create interactive e-learning content. While enterprises and universities optimized learning management systems and created engaging learning assets for talent development and employer-specific or academic education, a new type of learning was making its way to all adult learners, opening up a new portal of self-development and professional development. They are MOOCs or Massive Open Online courses. Now, MOOCs were the next evolution in online learnings. MOOCs offer a wide range of subjects and are accessible to 
anyone with an internet connection. MOOCs have revolutionized adult learning by making education more accessible and affordable. Some examples of such MOOCs are Coursera, edX, Udemy, and LinkedIn Learning. Now, not all courses in the MOOCs are free. They also provide paid certification and also paid master's degree. But many courses are also available for free. Along with MOOCs, adult learners are also using all sorts of modalities available today to consume learning. For example, YouTube, podcasts, audiobooks, ebooks, and blogs and whatnot. So now think about it from just classroom training to all these interesting, engaging, more fun way of learning available to all of us today, where learning is more affordable, more available, and more accessible to everyone in the world, no matter where we are. Also at present, emerging technologies like artificial intelligence, virtual reality and augmented reality are being integrated into adult learning to provide us with more immersive experience. These technologies have the potential to create even more engagement and personalized learning experiences. Now that we know where have we come from and where are we today and what's going to happen in recent future? Well, I'm not being the great predictor here, but uh, we can take an educated guess by observing different parameters. Now, one of the gaps we have today is in the space of digitized experiential learning. Let's understand what this means. Um, let's say you want to learn about cybersecurity. You can go to any MOOC uh, like Coursera, edX, or LinkedIn Learning, or you can also go to YouTube for that matter and do a course. You can get all the knowledge available, but only in theory. Some of the MOOCs also provide some projects, but, but they are not actual experiential learning. When it comes to make a career for you in cybersecurity or to make use of all that theoretical knowledge in real life, experience matters. Going forward, experiential learning will be part of this digital learning. Following an online course, the course provider will most probably assign you a virtual reality project like you will act as a new cybersecurity manager or specialist in a company in virtual reality. For days and months, you can solve real world problems, work with a virtual team and, and gain more real world experiences. Because what happens when you actually start to work as a cybersecurity person in real world, you face many challenges. You kind of see problems that you did not imagine when you were actually learning all, all the things in theory. So that's how virtual reality would give you more experiential learning. Let's take another example at an enterprise level. Let's say you work for a company called ABC. You have been a digital marketing specialist for five years, and now you want to grow your career and you want to take a promotion and manage a team of subordinates. Basically, you want to become a people manager. However, most of the time, a people management role is not given to a person 
without any experience, unless, of course, you have outdone yourselves or you have performed extraordinarily. When a person is two to three years old in a role, what if that person can get an opportunity to gain actual experience of people management while staying in the current role, gaining experience for the next promotion. How would that happen? Imagine a learning management system that offers experiential learning. You complete a people management course and then again in virtual reality, you will be assigned a team and you will act like a manager for a team. You will actually do performance reviews, conduct team meet meetings, conduct your one-on-ones uh, and do most of the tasks that an actual people manager does. Now, you will also be getting feedback from the system on how you are doing and from actual people, like let's say your current manager. This way, you can actually develop and shape the skills required. Imagine a new sales rep joining a company. Using virtual reality and immersive learning, the sales rep can practice sales pitch with customers. And before facing an actual customer, this rep would get an opportunity to practice multiple times the sales pitch or understand what kind of situations might be created when he or she meets an actual actual customer. You know, I feel that great things are going to happen in terms of experiential learning. After all, we only learn 10% from education, 20% from exposure, and 70% from experience. Next, I think, uh, you know, the click next kind of e-learning will go away or maybe only will be done for compliance training or training where, uh, you know, it is absolutely required because think about it. When did you have the best learning experience that involved clicking a bunch of buttons. It doesn't happen unless your learning is experiential or collaborative in nature, which is why I kind of think that the type of e-learning that exists today, they will slowly go away and not exist anymore. We will also have more responsibility for continuous learning. As automation and technology continue to disrupt many industries and job markets, there will likely be an increased demand for ongoing learning and upskilling throughout one's career. This could lead to a rise in continuing education and online learning opportunities. All right, moving on. Colleges and universities will go through a lot of changes. Top university degrees will be available to take virtually from anywhere in the world. Grades will probably go away. You know, I have a strong feeling about that. Young adults will have access to more experiential learning and social learning. Many experts believe that collaborative learning will become more important in the future as it encourages teamwork, communication, and problem-solving skill. This could lead to more group projects, team-based learning, and virtual collaboration. Now, I wonder what exactly the professors will do in colleges and universities. How will the teaching jobs evolve or change? I mean, I know they will change for sure, but I'm not exactly sure. 
Will there be more AI professors? Maybe. That's a fascinating thought. The future of adult learning is full of exciting possibilities. You and I will together witness this amazing evolution and also not to forget all the problems that will come with it. So that was all today about, you know, the past, present, and a little bit of the future of adult learning. I am excited, and I know now you are excited too. Thank you for joining me today in this episode, and I hope to see you in the next one. And with that, we have come to the end of this episode. That was all for today. Thank you very much for joining me in this episode. And I hope to see you in the next one. Take care, everyone. And bye-bye. <laughs>